I'm Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, episode 32. And today, I'd like to share with you my experience of the Progoff Intensive Journal Workshop. This is Journal Talk, a bi-weekly podcast about all things journaling. Journal Talk is a part of Write for Life, a web resource for journaling with passion, clarity, and purpose. You can reach us on our website at www.writeforlife.us. That's www.writee, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, dot U-S. And now, here's the host of Journal Talk and the founder of Write for Life, journaling coach, Nathan Oren. Have you ever heard of the Progoff Intensive Journaling Workshop? The reason I ask is because about half the guests that I've had on this show interviewed here on Journal Talk have said that they've attended, not only attended the Progoff Journal Writing Courses, but they've also gotten so much out of it. It was a huge switch in their journal writing uh, career. And you'll hear me talk more about this later, but it seems like not many people know about it anymore. And I've heard great things about it. I've wanted to dig into it and find out. I was so inspired by people like Ruth Follett and Kathleen Adams and Sue Main and Barbara Stuhura, people that have said so many great things about it. So I went down one time just a few months back to Arizona, and I experienced a full six-day journal writing retreat. I went to the one that was in Arizona. It was actually three workshops back-to-back, two days each. And the instructor was someone who had worked directly with Dr. Progoff, and she had wonderful stories to share. She was amazing. So I have for you today three things that amazed me about that workshop that I want to share with you, and one thing that disappointed me. If you'd like to hear more about what this workshop is and some details and a conversation I had with Dr. Ira Progoff's son, John Progoff, you can hear about it in episode number 26, and that and the address for that is www.writeforlife.us slash Progoff, P-R-O. G-O-F-F. It's an interview that I conducted with Dr. Progoff's son, and he shares all the details about what makes this journal writing workshop so unique. I'd like to share three things after having done it, and after having a couple of months afterwards to really think about it, three things that really amazed me. The first thing is the environment, and the second thing is the quality of the instruction. And the third thing was the long-term impact, the types of things that it started to move in place for me. So uh, after I share those three things, then I'll take a quick break. We'll listen to Albert Diaz-Cruz has a book review for us, and then I'll come back and I'll share one disappointing factor about the journal writing uh, system, the, the Progoff method. First of all, the environment was really, really unusual, very different. It was very quiet. When I first walked into the room, everybody had almost like heads down and they were looking at their own pages and every, it, was, it, it hadn't started yet. But instead of sometimes you walk into a room where there's going to be a seminar 
or people are meeting together. There's lots of chit chat and socializing. This wasn't like this. These were people who they had all done it before. And so they kind of knew the protocol was you're there to take care of yourself. It reminded me a little bit of walking into a doctor's office. You know, you walk in and you see everybody kind of seated there and they're all thinking about their thing and what they're going to talk about to their doctor and their own situation. And everybody was quiet. Nobody exchanged names with each other. Uh, People just didn't socialize. And it seemed very cold at first. I thought something's not quite right with this. But about a couple of hours into the workshop, I've, I saw the benefit of this and I became very grateful that I was able to stay focused on my own stuff without thinking about who else was there and what else was going on. And, and, and I, it's not that I didn't get a chance to make friends because I certainly did. I made a lot of friends. In fact, um, you know, Heather Severson was there uh, from, from the episode, uh, write it, the Write It Out Journal gal. She was there and we got to make friends on the break. But when you're there, you're there for your own stuff and you get to go deep. You get to go really deep when you're there for you and there's nobody else. You're not trying to influence anybody else. You're not trying to impress anybody else and you're not there for listening to anybody else. And when people, even when people share their stuff, they read their stuff, the, the, leader of the facilitator of the workshop made it really clear that you're there to if you wish to read it you're getting the experience of reading it you're not reading it for a reaction and nobody reacts to anything that you read out loud so it was a very unusual environment i really liked it it was really amazing i didn't understand the impact that would have but uh until like i said about three or four hours into it made me really appreciate it So that was number one amazing thing was the environment. The second amazing thing was the quality of the instruction. The instructor, and I'm going to assume that this is true of all the Progoff Intensive Journal instructors, they are so well trained. The instructor I had, her name is Joanne, and she was so gifted at being able to create a very peaceful, relaxed environment. She had great descriptions of the exercises. She really knew how to lead you into a thoughtful entrance into, into writing. Uh, and it helped, me, it helped me also to see that when I do journal writing prompts for other people in my courses, that that introduction of the exercise is just as important as you know, setting in the mood for yourself. When I sit down and write in my journal, if I don't take just a moment to get focused, the writing is not as rich and the instructor really helped to create that. And uh, just to let you know, I mean, the whole time, the whole first day of the workshop, you're feeding this journal, this three-ring binder notebook. You're feeding it. It's an empty notebook that has several different sections divided by colors, and then within those colors, there's even more subsections. And the whole first day, you're feeding it in, and the instructor's giving you prompts and specific exercises to think about. And you're putting it in, okay, this goes into the red section, this one goes into the blue section, and you're feeding it in, feeding it in. And then um, after that first day, later on in the second day and, and on uh, throughout, the, throughout the week, the instructor is asking you to pull things back out and start to read them. And as you read in a different sequence, in a different order, you start to realize 
how all of this stuff fits together and how your life is almost like a painting that you are working in this little section of it right over here, but this section of it over here is still very much a part of the same painting. And so all my life, I've uh, had similar challenges. I've had similar thoughts. I've had similar, there's an arc that goes uh, over across my whole life. And it was the quality of the instructions and the prompts that helped me to see. Uh, it was amazing. The third thing that I found really, really amazing is the long-term impact the immediate shift that it creates, I think, uh, you feel it right when you're there. When you're writing, I wrote, for example, that first day, I must have written over 30 pages of stuff in my journal. And I thought, wow, that's really great. 30 pages in one day, that's amazing. But it was the equality and the type of writing that I did that I was able to go back. And even now when I look back, I see things that I'm still unpacking some of the insights that I got from that, from that week. I'll give you examples. Uh, one thing was I started an outline for a book that I've been wanting to co-author with my dad for a long time. My dad and I have thought about co-authoring a book. I called him up at the end of the workshop and I said, Dad, we're going to do this. I've started an outline. And uh, we set it up on Google Docs and we're going to go through and compile our notes and we add to it every couple of days. He'll add something and then I'll go back and add something. And we're, we're creating a book that we've been wanting to write for a long time. And this is directly because of the Progoff workshop. The second thing was it gave me a lot of ideas. I was able to really dig into myself and come up with some ideas. Uh, Mother's Day this last year. Uh, I got ideas for having conference calls with different family members. And in those family member conversations, we were talking about people from our past. And because it was Mother's Day, this last time we did our, our grandmother and great-grandmother. And we all got on the telephone and were talking on the phone and having conversations, memories and thoughts about our grandmothers and great-grandmothers. And we recorded the conversation. And we saved that. We're going to save that in the family archives. And so all these ideas that I've been thinking about doing and ways that I can put things together from different generations and have them into a, a storehouse uh, really inspired me. This came directly out of a journal entry that I did at the, at the Progoff workshop. A third example was amazing conversation that I had with my body while I was there. You have dialogue. In fact, the, the name of the, the company of the Progoff uh, workshop is called the Dialogue House. And it's all about having different dialogues. And then the second and third and fourth day, you have all these amazing conversations with different aspects of yourself. And uh, the one that I remember the most was I had an amazing conversation where I'm talking to my body and my body is talking back to me. And we made a partnership like we've never talked before. I, in fact, I actually named my body in that workshop. I gave my body a name and my body exists as a co-partner with me in this life. And that was just incredible. I never, even though I've written things about my body and my struggles with my weight and my, you know, wanting to, you know, work out and, and, and keep my physique in, in top physical condition, 
it was a whole different way of looking at it. And these are some of the amazing types of things. So number three was just the long-term impact, the amazing things that you can come up with and deep dig deep in yourself, your creativity, your passion. I always talk about journaling being about passion, clarity, and purpose. And it's definitely, definitely very true at the ProGoff uh, workshop, the journal writing workshop. So I hope everybody attends. I'll give more information at the end of this uh, at the end of this episode. Right now, I'd like us to listen to Albert Diaz Cruz has speaking of the body uh, has a great book recommendation for us, and I will let Albert take it away. Albert, what you got for us? Once again, this is Alberto bringing audiences everywhere another brief book review on journaling. Yet another great one on writing as a spiritual practice in the experience of the author Lorraine Herring. Writing begins with the breath, embodying your authentic voice. A delightful book, beautifully written in three parts as well as a section on recommended resources. Throughout each chapter, you take what is called a body break, since deep writing often comes from our bodies, from our breath, as well as our minds. So let's take a brief body break. Tilt your head back slowly, slowly. Let yourself settle into this small stretch and opening. Allow yourself to feel what is happening in the throat as you stretch upward. Notice and feel, feel and notice. Why? It is a vulnerable position and one of surrender and trust. So trust and surrender. Be patient with yourself. This is your sacred time. You and your writing deserve nothing, nothing less. Now begin writing. I hope you like that. I know you did. Now breathe, exhale. That, my friends, was in the voice of the writer. Well, sort of. This is Alberto signing off while thanking you and Nathan as well. And remember her book title, Writing Begins with the Breath by Lorraine Herring, published in 2007. You may purchase it at www.shambhala.com. Click on books or authors. Thank you. Adios. All right. Thank you, Albert. Uh, for those of you who may not know, this book is available on my website. In fact, if you click the link from the page on this website, which is www.writethenumber4life.us slash episode 32. If you go to that page on the website, you'll see the summary of this uh, talk, and you'll see a, a little icon of that book that Albert just mentioned. And if you click there, you'll be transported over to Amazon. And when you buy it off the Amazon page from that link, then Journal Talk gets 4% of the purchase price. So thank you for supporting Journal Talk, and thank you for your investment in your journal writing. I want to share with you one last uh, meaningful tidbit that I got from the ProGoff journal writing program, the course that I took back in March. I, I was really disappointed by something. And I think I'm speaking to not only people who have taken it before, but people who are thinking about taking it and people who are coming back from it. And you might agree with me on this. Uh, there were so few people who were there. I was disappointed by the number of people. 
I had it in my mind, and I know maybe this is going back to the 1970s and 1980s when this workshop was first being put together or first made its uh, grand entrance into the world, um, when I could imagine a room like the Landmark Forum, you know, filled with hundreds of people coming for transformation in their lives. And this is definitely on par with something like the Landmark Forum. This is that level of transformation. It is... Uh, it is a huge awakening into who you are and what your life is about. I really, really enjoyed it. But why would it be that there were only, I don't know, they were, I think there were 12 or 15 people tops. We fit into a tiny little conference room. It was just a little conference room. I, I, I'm not putting down the, the facilities were great. Uh, you know, the location that they picked out was near good spots to eat and shops and things for the people who want to do stuff in the evenings. But why were there only 12 or 15 people? I just don't understand. Um, certainly to a point, it makes sense to keep the groups a little bit small because you're able to kind of go a little faster. There's less uh, people stopping and asking for questions, you know, fewer breaks. But um, and the other thing is there were no young people. I mean, there's one other person, I think, I think Heather is about my age, uh, and I'm, I'm in my early 40s, mid 40s, and everybody else uh, was grandparents and great grandparents and people who were, you know, I mean, the, the workshop is fantastic for people who are making transition in their lives, people who maybe had one career and now are considering a second career, people who had an entire lifetime of careers and now they're looking to retire. There's certainly value there. And when you have, when you don't have as much life behind you, if you're in your teenage years, for example, you might have to dig a little bit deeper uh, to find some material. But I think everybody can can benefit um, from this type of workshop. And I was just uh, disappointed. Back in episode 26, when I was talking to John Progoff, he said he's trying to get the word out. And he told me about, you know, the different communities that he's reached out to, churches and synagogues, uh, schools, medical communities, uh, all kinds of circles that deal with healing, you know, the, the health professionals, addiction and recovery. Uh, group counseling or any kind of group coaching programs out there. Weight Watchers is an example, Weight Watchers groups and programs. There's just so many people who could benefit from this. I just don't understand why it's so small. It's like the, the best kept secret in the world of uh, self-improvement programs. And so I made, I told John, I made it my passion I want people to know about this. I'm talking about it with people. I'm gonna, I have an episode here dedicated to the benefits of what I got from it. I wish other people would do the same. And uh, who I would like to speak to are those churches and, and synagogues and schools. If you want to bring a quality journal writing program into your, into your system, into your school, into your program, into uh, your uh, counseling group, uh, uh, I would imagine that Alcoholics Anonymous or any of those other addiction and recovery programs would love to have this. It's so affordable. It's so well done. It's so easy and accessible. And once you learn the program, 
it is so easy to maintain it throughout your life. So uh, let me know. Give me a call. You can reach me at area code 805-751-6280. Let me know that you're interested. I will connect you with John Progoff, and let's get a program together that makes sense uh, for what you're doing, because I think it can really, really, really uh, alter the course of the lives of the people who are involved that you're serving. So those are my notes. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk. Next time we have a Journal Talk Q&A with Mary McCarthy and I, and we're going to answer your questions about journal writing. And we have uh, several of these mini episodes coming up in the next months as I am getting ready to release a brand new course called Dream Journaling. You can find information about that at dreamjournaling.net. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next time. And until then, keep on writing. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write, spelled W-R-I-T-E, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk and for voting that this is the best health and fitness podcast 2013.